Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. All right. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising, everyone. Solo podcast here with your host, Kaylee Montoya Houston, uh, personal trainer, nutrition coach. You guys, hopefully you, you might be in a been following this podcast for a while now. Um, we've got a full year under our belt so far. So thank you so much to all of you. I don't care if it's one, two, ten that follow this podcast. Uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Um, Julie and I are looking to um, create more content for you all, do more interviews uh, this year to really get down into people who specialize in our field, whether that comes uh, to do with your mindset, um, about nutrition, about fitness, about training, all of it, because this is what this resource is here for. It's to help you and hopefully entertain you at the same time. But today, the podcast specifically is going to go over macronutrients or in short, macros. So you'll be hearing me say macros a lot in this podcast. Um, and I actually pulled my private Facebook group. So we have a community of fellow Phoenixes who have all kinds of discussions and topics. And I actually took a poll to see what you guys were interested in learning more about. So hopefully a few of you are, are listening to this podcast since you voted on it. Um, so yeah, let's just dive into macros. What the hell are macros? I'm sure a lot of you have heard uh, at least that term brought up before macro, macronutrients, especially when it comes to dieting or losing weight or building muscle. And that's why um, I speak about them a lot. Um, a lot of people will use certain diets uh, to help them lose weight. Um, I'm not going to talk about good, bad diets. I'm not. That's not what this podcast is about, but I'm just going to give examples here. A lot of you use keto uh, to lose weight, or you've used intermittent fasting to lose weight, or you've tried vegan or different things. And macros are what make up the nutrients in our body. Um, and so if, say, if you were going uh, a keto diet, uh, one of the macronutrients in there is fat, and that's the one you're going to be paying attention to um, for the most part, and you're going to do your best to avoid carbs. Um, so most of us know carbs. I feel like that is the macronutrient I hear talked about the most, whether it be people are enjoying carbs or they're trying to avoid carbs um, at all cost. So those are just a few examples before we get started of different diets and macros within them. But before we dive too far into macros, because as I, I stated, I use macros a lot in our coaching here at KM Fitness because it is a very extremely simple way to allow people to be flexible in their diet without having to feel like they're giving up or restricting and they still have amazing results. They're still able to lose body fat and keep it off through the use 
of these macros or different macro portioning. And that's a lot what I want to talk to you about today. But in order to talk to you about macros, we really need to get a little bit more specific on nutrition in general, what really matters and what doesn't matter at all. So hopefully that sounds good to you. Um, So in the beginning, I want to start off with you guys visualizing a pyramid. So um, you're going to think at the bottom of the pyramid, the base This is going to be the most important because you can't get to the top without that solid foundation. And that's going to be the simple fact of, is this diet, are these choices going to be sustainable and am I going to be able to adhere to it? So that needs to be your first question because how you lose weight is going to have to be how you continue to lose weight or to continue to keep that weight off. And I think that's where a lot of us um, lose track. And a lot of us fall back. A lot of us regain the weight. And I'm only saying this because I've been there. I've done the intermittent fasting. I've done the couch to 5K. And I thought these were the ways that I needed to lose the weight. And guess what? I did. I lost the weight. Um, I met my goal. But I hated running. I still hate running. Yet I thought I needed running to lose weight. And I gained it all back. And guess what? My body looked worse. I gained the same amount back, yet I looked fluffier. I looked more squishy than I did when I first started because a lot of that weight was muscle and not body fat. And like I said, this is not why we're here today. I'm just stating that I've been in your shoes. I've done all the things to try to get weight off. And now I have found that this way, using macros, being flexible in your diet, was the way for me and is a way for a lot of the clients that have worked with us and seen amazing results. So sustainability, adherence, that's the bottom of the pyramid. Sorry, guys, jumping all over the place. When I don't have Julie here, I get off track. So I'm a very ADD, ADHD type of person. So I kind of bounce all over the place. So my apologies, and I'm going to do my best to stay on track here. Um, So the next level of the pyramid is going to be energy balance. So the simple fact of if you take in more calories than you're expending or using up, you're going to gain weight. doesn't matter what your macros are. It doesn't matter what diet you're following. If you're not using those calories, you're going to gain weight. Now, in order to lose weight or to lose body fat, you have to be intaking less calories than you're putting out. So simple conversion there, energy balance. And the third tier of this pyramid is going to be the macronutrient breakdown. Then we're going to jump up into micronutrients. Then simply at the very tippy top, there's meal timing and there's supplements, which we're not going to talk about anything today, but micronutrients. But I just wanted to kind of give you that eyeball that macronutrients are kind of right there in the middle level um, of this pyramid. Now, I will be honest with you guys. Um, When I first started coaching, I wanted to give macros to everybody. Like, I just thought they were the end all, be all. Like, this was amazing. Macronutrients changed my life. I was able to build muscle, lose body fat, keep it off, enjoy all the foods that I loved. And I didn't have to give up anything. I didn't have to give up pizza. I didn't have to give up ice cream. I could, I could have my popcorn. I could have anything that I wanted as long as I knew what my macros were for that day. So I thought it was going to work for everybody. But I'm sure you have an idea what happened. Hardly anyone could stick to their diets, <laughs> and, and which is sad. And But I have learned that not everybody needs a full set of macros in order to see the results um, 
that that I saw. So there's definitely different techniques that we use for our clients now because I mean, no one wants to diet forever. Like we're going to think we're going to put you through a diet phase three to six months and get you out of there so you can enjoy life again and you don't have to, to be starving. So it's all about the sustainability here. And being able to have macros allows you to uh, adjust your dieting to where you don't feel like you have to give everything up. Um, Now, we talked a little bit about energy balance uh, a second ago. And when you eat fewer calories than you burn in a day, you're going to lose weight. When you eat more calories than you burn in a day, you're going to gain weight. That's how all diets work. I don't care what diet you did. If you lost weight, you were eating fewer calories than you were burning. So there's nothing special about keto. There's nothing special about intermittent fasting. There's nothing special about Optivia or Tavia or however you say that or Noom. They all simply put you to, into a calorie deficit. So you want to find a diet that is sustainable for you. And like I said, macros have been it for me and for a lot of the clients we work with. Um, but that's about everything you need to know about the the energy balance per se. And now we'll move on to the, the meat potatoes of this podcast and about those macronutrients. So all your foods are made up of some form of combination of at least one or three macronutrients. And your macronutrient intake can have a really big impact on your body composition. But just remember, it does not overrule energy balance. Calories in, calories out is still the most important factor here. Um, and the calories per gram when it comes to macronutrients. So number one, I'm going to list here is protein. So one gram of protein contains four calories. There's carbohydrates, which is another macronutrient. One gram of carbohydrates contains also four calories. And then the third macronutrient is fat. Now, one gram of fat is actually going to contain nine calories. So we have four for protein, four for calories, nine for fat. Um, a bonus macronutrient in here that some people consider it a macronutrient, other people ignore it, is ethanol. So ethanol is alcohol, guys. So one gram of ethanol or alcohol is seven calories. So yes, alcohol counts as calories, guys. Um, but the very first one we're going to talk about today is protein. And I will talk about protein until I'm blue in the face. Um, if you're part of the group, if you are coached by me, uh, if you have had any interaction with me, I know the term protein is going to come up. Why? Because protein is the most essential when it comes to losing body fat, when it comes to building muscle, when it comes to your health, when it comes to sustainability, because keeping protein high is crucial to building a great body. Because adequate protein is a must for building muscle. Protein is the building block of your muscle through a process called protein, sorry, muscle protein synthesis. That's a little bit of a tongue twister for, for me. But your body turns the protein you eat into muscle. So your muscles are essentially comprised of protein. And when your protein is inadequate, you can't fully recover or grow from your training. Um, and remember, um, 
when you have more protein on your body, it's going to be much easier to lose body fat. And you're also going to have more of a shape that you desire. When you think of lean, when you think of the word tone, when you think of the word athletic or sculpted, those are people that have more muscle on their body. Um, and adequate po- protein is necessary to maintaining this, this muscle mass as you diet. And also protein has the highest thermic effect of food. So TEF here. So all of, out of all the macros, as we talked about earlier, protein, carbs, fat, um, it's going to take, it takes energy to turn the food you consume consume into energy. So you actually burn calories while you're digesting the food you eat. That is thermic effect of feeding. And protein uses 20, 20 to 30% of the calories consumed are burned via thermic effect of food. So TEF. So that's a very high percentage. And then it's kind of going to go down the line. So carbs, about 5 to 10% of calories consumed are burned through TEF. And then fat, you're thinking 0 to 3% of calories consumed are burned via TEF. So it, that's why protein is so essential. So when you eat more protein, you're actually increasing the calories outside of that energy balance equation. So since you're burning more calories via TEF or thermic effect of food, um, this is why I I love protein so much because it has these kind of hidden gems in there that are going to help this this diet be more sustainable. Um, And finally, protein is the most satiating macronutrient. Guys, it's going to keep you full longer, way longer. Um, And the hardest thing about diets you're hungry and protein is going to help that. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on IG or Facebook and tag me on IG at Kaylee Montoya Fitness or on Facebook at Kaylee Montoya Houston so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. So outside of controlling energy balance, really focusing on increasing protein intake to 0.8 to 1 gram of body weight daily is really likely the most impactful thing you can do to improve body composition. So listen to this again. Increasing protein intake to 0.8 to 1 grams per pound of body weight or your goal weight. So if you have a lot of weight to lose, so say um, you have want to lose 50 plus pounds, then you want to choose your goal weight. So, so just for a quick example, an easy math, let's say you're 250 pounds and you want to lose 50 pounds, then your goal weight should be 200 grams of protein. But this is going to be the most impactful thing. I have had clients do nothing but increase their protein and they started to lose body fat. They didn't start working out. They didn't start walking more. They simply ate more protein. That was it. So, and although just a reminder here, guys, you can take your protein higher than this very easily. There, but there is no added benefit. So there's no need to go over the top here. And I would much rather save um, other calories for, say, carbs, because carbs are my favorite thing here. Um, next, let's talk about fat. 
So as long as the intake is adequate with fat, so fats and carbs are, there aren't nearly as important to your body composition as protein. So we just want to make sure your fats stay in a, in a very healthy range because fats and protein are essential to your body. You absolutely need fats and protein to stay alive. And if you don't get enough, you will be sick. You will, people can die. I mean, there's been some shows or back in the, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think old time days when hunter gatherers or, or trappers like lived in like colder climates and they literally lived off of, um, trapping their food. Um, there's this instance where like all they could catch was rabbits and they had plenty of food, like calorie, like calorie wise, but the rabbit meat was so lean that they weren't getting enough fat and they starved to death because their body was not getting the f adequate fat intake. Um, and when it comes to fat, you want your fat intake to be at least 15% of the calories you're eating. Um, any lower in this, and you're going to start running that risk of omega-3 fat deficiency here where you cannot feel good and you'll start to see some really negative side effects. Um, now, next one here is carbs. Um, now, where, like I said, where fats and protein are essential, um, carbs are non-essential. And this is why a lot of diets recommend cutting out carbs and they tell you they're not good for you. They're not essential. You can survive without them, which is true. You will survive just fine without them. Um, so there's not really a floor or a level of how low you can take your carbs. But that being said, I bet you love carbs because I know I do and I haven't found anybody that doesn't. Um, and if your weight loss strategy is simply eliminate carbs. Yeah, you might lose some weight, but you're gain you'll gain it right back as soon as you decide a carbless life is a very sad, pathetic life and you don't want that. Um plus your body's preferred energy source is glucose. And glucose comes primarily from carbs. And when you stop eating carbs, your body depletes its glycogen, the stored form of glucose in your cells, um and it, it depletes this very quickly. Uh, when we don't have enough carbs coming in to fuel our body with glucose, the body's eventually starts breaking down fats for energy instead. And that's where you get the term ketone. So I'm sure most of you have heard ketone now since of the keto diet, but these fatty acids are converted to ketones by the liver and ketones replace glucose as the body's and brain's primary fuel source. So basically now you're keto. Um, and with ketones as a primary fuel source, some things change. A big one, your ability to exercise intensely is going to decrease. So that means that muscle building is going to be much harder. Carbs fuel your workouts. They fuel the ability to perform intensely in short bouts. And eating carbs also prompts insulin release. So, and I know insulin ha is more than likely demonized in something. So you think insulin, you automatically think that's a bad thing, but insulin is a key to hormone muscle growth. So there is a good and bad about insulin. Now, increased insulin release plus the ability to exercise more intensely means it, it makes it more sense for those with goals of, hey, I want to build some lean muscle. 
um, hey, I want to lose some body fat to keep carbs as high as possible in their diet here. Um, so don't think of carbs as bad. I highly recommend unless you have been recommended by a doctor, unless you just feel better on higher fats, trying to keep carbs above 100. So 100, 120, anything under 100 is low carb to me. Um, so definitely trying to keep those up there. You're going to notice more than likely most of you are going to notice you feel better with more carbs in your system. Like you said, you're able to perform better with carbs in your system. Um, the last one I'll run through real quick, of course, is that bonus macronutrient when it comes to ethanol or alcohol. And like we spoke about, yes, alcohol does con contain calories, but these calories are void of any nutrients whatsoever. Your body cannot use ethanol at all, but the ethanol can be stored as body fat. So your body can't use it, but it can be stored as body fat. Um, and I know a lot of people ask me this question. Does drinking kill your fat loss? Technically, no. You can absolutely drink and still hit your fat loss goals. Seriously, don't feel like you need to give up your social life entirely to get in great shape. But do know your body views alcohol as a toxin, as a poison. So priority number one for your body after drinking is removing the alcohol from your system ASAP. To be more efficient at this, the body shuts down all other processes to clear the system faster. So processes like fat oxidation, hormone production, muscle tissue repair, and much more. So basically when you're drinking or when you drink, your results, whether you're trying to lose body fat, whether you're trying to build muscle, they stop until your body can clear the alcohol. So a lot of times when you drink, you choose to eat some not so high in nutrient foods. So if you think you have a late night, you're out of the bar, you're drinking with your friends, uh, you're having a girl's night out, you're more than likely going to be pairing that with higher calorie foods. When you're thinking a burger, you're thinking pizzas, you're thinking the late night Taco Bell run. And all that food that you're piling on top of your, in your body with the alcohol automatically gets stored as fat because your body cannot utilize those because it has shut that process down. It wants to remove that alcohol from your body. Um, but all that being said, guys, fat loss still comes down to creating that calorie deficit. So there is no need to be afraid of it. Just choose wisely here. Um, a very simple hack and trick um, if you want to include alcohol. Um, so if you're tracking your food here, um, swap preferably fat and then carb calories for your macros. So for fat, you're going to divide the calories in your drink by nine. The resulting number is the grams of fat to subtract from your daily intake. And for carbs, if you want to use it for carbs instead of fat, you're going to divide the total calories in your drink by four. The resulting number is the grams of carbs to subtract from your daily intake. Um, because a lot of times you'll see on the back of some of those like seltzers or whatever, they're like, oh, there's only two carbs in here. Yet the can says it's 100 calories. And we all know now after listening to this podcast, two carbs are going to equal eight calories. And you're like, okay, well, where are all those other calories coming from? Those are actually coming from the alcohol calories. So that's why 
that's how you're going to add that in there. Because if you just track um, just those total calories in like your food tracking app, it's not going to come up correctly and you're going to end up overeating. So there's a good way uh, to do that. Um, but basically the, the key here or the key takeaway here when it comes to macronutrient is you always want to keep your protein higher. So carbs and fats are going to have to take a hit, um, but trying to keep carbs as high as possible, as long as possible, and don't ever let your fat drop below 15% of your total calorie intake. Um, So that's it. I'm going to wrap it up now. I think I've gone on long enough by myself, Um, but just remember protein is going to be the most important macronutrient when it comes to any one of your goals, whether it's health whether it's maintaining bone density as you age, whether it's losing body fat, whether it's building muscle. Um, And the rest can kind of fall where you prefer they lay. So the thing that I have most beginners track for me or pay attention to is simply total calories and protein. And they're always like, oh, I ate too many carbs. I don't care. Your body doesn't care if that's what you prefer. If you're hitting your protein goal and you're staying under or within your calories, you will continue to lose body fat. But if you guys have any questions whatsoever on macronutrients, if I said something that was confusing, I mean, hit me up, reply, send me an email, ask me a question, and I will be happy to dive in deeper and help explain macros to you more. But stay tuned for the next podcast. Thank you guys. Happy new year. This is the first podcast of the new year in 2023. Like I said, super excited to bring you more amazing content, educational, and hopefully entertaining, but have a great one guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.